I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean unhelmet your favorite racers get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race you're listening to john morrison and megan mitchell and this is the true north racing podcast Welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me as always is our amazing co-host, Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? Not too bad. How are you, John? I'm doing really well, surprisingly. And uh, before we continue on the show, we got to wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day or happy belated Mother's Day because, as always, we we release on Tuesdays, not Sundays. So um, we want to wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day. Because, you know, if they're putting up with us in our crazy world of racing, then you better be doing something for them today. That's for certain. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Megan, how was your weekend? What'd you get up to? Um, it wasn't bad. I didn't do a whole lot, to be honest. Um, just a lot of stuff around the house, around the shop. So not a whole lot. How about you? I- See now, I got a question. Are you guys gonna? Will can we talk about what you showed me today, or are we waiting for an official debut? I better not make him mad. I want to okay. talk about it because it was my idea, but he wants to wait until it's fully. All right. Well, yeah. stay tuned to the MRC <laughs> Racing Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, hopefully, within the next couple weeks, we can see this happen get a debut of it um mm-hmm. i'm excited to see it i'm pro i'm sure a lot of people may be like oh you know it you know oh holy crap that's coming back and um it's gonna it's gonna be really cool i'm more excited for his than my own i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> I'm, I'm not even I'm, i had a word i want to say but i'm not gonna say it because again <laughs> i don't want to ruin a surprise um stay tuned you guys are not gonna want to miss this you guys need to make a video of it i'm sorry you guys need to make a proper video mm-hmm. kind of oh, like yeah. do you gotta do a flashback yeah I right really we'll we'll talk about that after i'll excited again I, I feel like i'm gonna make you slip up so i don't want to slip up um <laughs> no my my weekend though was was really good uh my week was really good uh Jack and I contemplated all week about whether we're going to go to Merrittville, uh, enjoy mm-hmm. some dirt racing, or if we're going to go to Sunset to watch the Pinchies race. Um, <clears throat> and thankfully, we we made it up to the Pinchies race, which we're going to talk about. Where we're going to bring in a special guest, not really bring in a special guest, but we're going to be joined by a special guest, I guess you could say, because yeah. they're going to be walking into the room here in a couple minutes. Uh, we're going to have my fiance Jacqueline Balston join us here in just a couple minutes too. Give us her opinion on Sunset Speedway and what she thought of the NASCAR Pinties race in the hot rod class. Because 
first of all, did you see the picture I posted yesterday of the 96 car? I don't think so. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send it over to you right now as we're, as we're doing this because okay. I swear to God, I said it yesterday. I'm like, if they made a die cast of this car, I need three of them. Oh, that I would be cool. Okay, hold up. Do you realize who that is? You gotta throw me out there like that, right? I gotta, no, th- I, I gotta throw you under the bus. So that's <laughs> so the driver is John Gaunt. Okay. They're. Their family had a NASCAR Cup team called Gaunt Brothers Racing, who okay. ran the '96. Now, when I say this picture does not do it justice, this mm-hmm. picture does not do it justice. I'm going to actually throw it up here, um, up onto the screen, so you guys can have an idea of what I'm talking about. It is absolutely beautiful. The the chrome work, the oh, oh the, like I said, the picture does not do it justice mm. at all. It is absolutely beautiful car, beautiful craftsmanship, beautiful. The only thing I want to know, and this is this is just a me thing, as I want to know, is that one of their old cup chassis? That'd be cool. That they hung a, a hot rod body on. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to know. I just want to know <laughs> if that is one of their yeah. old cup chassis. That's that's all I want. I think it would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but no, that that the hot rods. Megan, have you seen them in person? Like the race in person? Yeah. What yeah. do you think of them? I think it's cool. I've always like I liked when my dad ran the Thunder Cars back in like 06 and 07. And because that was essentially what the hot rod class was. It really was. So when they moved away from that, and that's when they started going to like the actual bodies and adult, like it, they weren't just old Chevelles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, man, this is not. I don't like that. So when they came up with the hot rods, I'm like, this is, this is cool, and it was cool to see them on the track too. So, I I really like that class. Oh yeah. It. You know what. We're gonna t- we're gonna pause for a couple seconds so we can bring in our special guest. All right. Mm-hmm. Joining us right now is our special guest, <laughs> Jacqueline Ballison. Jacqueline, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't who has never seen her before, this is my fiance. <laughs> we're getting married in about uh, just under eleven months now. Yeah, yeah. About yeah, yeah about eleven <laughs> months now. Um. She was with me at the sunset race yesterday. Uh, we had a lot of fun, but I want to get your opinion on it because I, people I'm sure are tired of listening to me and my opinions on tracks and <laughs> places. I wanted to get a fresh, someone who wasn't in the sport until she met me. <laughs> I want to get a fresh opinion on what sunset speed was like for you. What did you think of it? Um, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I really like the pit pit road. I've never seen that, which was like really cool because I've only been to what like Flamborough and Oshawegan and Merrittville and Humberstone. Yep. In southern Ontario, which of course all don't have a live pit road. <laughs> I've never seen that, so that was actually really cool. I think I was more excited watching the pit boxes come in for the Pinties race <laughs> than actually meeting the drivers. 
um yeah i think it was it was pretty cool sunset was nice so you got to meet glenn styers yeah love his track <laughs> <laughs> we love Oshman and speed what, what can we say um Fanatic. we met uh oh crap I can't remember half their names that we i met josh collins um we met a few we met a few of the drivers there my sister's biggest crush, Kyle Stackley. So we if met, he's listening, we my, saw Kyle. <laughs> my sister has a huge crush on you. Wow. What are you <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Megan, is there anything you want to ask Jacqueline? I don't know. Like what? <laughs> What'd you say? Like what? Oh. I don't know. What, I, <laughs> you don't have the headphones. I don't. Yeah, Jack forgets I am not having the headphones right now to do to do this little bit, so I can't hear exactly what Megan's asking. How how are your new crop headlights? One of them's broken. I'm so mad. <laughs> but you know what? They gave me the money back, so I'm ordering them in blue so they match my crocs better. And they were really right. bright. So when John and I go camping <laughs> or at the track this summer, you'll probably see me rocking the the little headlights when the lights go down my own way it's it's my car you know that's my race car it's my crocs john's like really you had to ask that that's what you had to ask yeah oh boy that's not the kind of questions i was hoping to come from you megan but we're trying to talk about sunset speedway uh when we were there we got to see the hot rod race it was my first chance to see the hot rods it was your first chance to see the hot rods i've been kind of preaching them a little bit and I wanted to get your view on it. What did you think of the hot rod race? Um, it was pretty cool. I mean, the cars looked really, really nice. It was actually kind of funny because Don fangirled over the ninety. Was it the ninety? Ninety six. We just talked. Megan and I just <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, he fangirled over that one. I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I believe Caitlin's old hot rod was. Yep. Yeah. So I think they sold it, correct? Yeah. yeah. So it was out yesterday. The fourteen car. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think it looked it looked know. like it. So I mean, I could be wrong, but that's it looked like yeah. it. They were fast. It looked like a lot of fun. So maybe, maybe after the wedding, I don't know. I'd be on board. We'll see. <laughs> I support that. <laughs> is there anything else? Is there put in your final output of what you thought of the race? Um, the race was good. It was well done. Um, I got really burnt. So for whoever is watching, my face is usually not this red. Um, I'm white, white. So that's, you know, a burn. And the sunset was beautiful over sunset because that was one thing that you boosted up a lot too was the sunset. Um, but yeah, overall, it was really cool. And uh, just before the race there, I uh, I told John that we would probably go see a NASCAR event in the States um, for our honeymoon. That, I enjoyed it so much. That was not pre-planned. I didn't ask for that. I didn't say nothing. She was so excited to go down on, onto the track that that which she spoiled that for me. So there was no input there. <laughs> but yes, I thought it was really cool, really well done. Um, and I'm hoping to get to a couple more Pinty's races um this summer. Hopefully, if things go mm-hmm. right. Yeah. We can go. All right. Well, thanks, hon. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Of course, we want to thank uh, Jacqueline there for joining us real quick to talk, give her us, give us her input on Sunset Speedway. Um, if you guys want a really, really good rundown of of the Pinty's race, I suggest going over to G Force TV, 
They have the the Pinties Hour with a good friend of our a good friend of the shows, uh, Cam K. He'll be uh, breaking down the entire race. I'm not going to talk about it too much because that's not usually my cup of tea. I was a complete spectator yesterday, <laughs> which was hysterical because Jacqueline was like, "Why didn't you wear any Jomo stuff?" I'm like, "Cause I'm here spectating." It was a the only thing I put out there on social media was saying that I was at sunset. Mm-hmm. That is it. I wanted to enjoy the race. I knew there was going to be a few people I knew was going to be there. So yeah. I knew there was, a, I was going to talk to a couple people, but overall I was just like, you know what? Spectate don't work. Don't do nothing. Just enjoy the time. Enjoy the date night with your fiance. Enjoy being mm-hmm. at a track before you started doing all this work. Yeah. And of course, Jacqueline, we're on, we're on the, uh, on the front stretch for autograph session, she's like, "Why don't you go network?" I'm like, "No, I'm not here for that." Like, go talk Sometimes to the drivers. Nice. Huh? Sometimes it's nice to just go and watch, not even be involved with anybody. Like, just it, exactly watch the whole thing. You know how I personally won't do it because I can't. But <laughs> <laughs> I know at one point I was like, "Man, I pro- I should have just taken my GoPros." Pay the extra $10 a person, go into the back gate, you know, hang out with the hot rod guys. Cause I knew there was a couple guys there. Um, you remember Scott Pro, who we had on the show yeah. a while ago? Him and Ryan yeah. were helping with one of the hot rod guys. So I mean, like, I probably could have put a GoPro in that car. Um yeah. and who knows? I could probably could have chatted up to a few guys, maybe got a GoPro on one of the Pinty's cars and see what happens. And but cool. you know, exactly. But it was such a it was such a cool event. Um, but yeah, if you guys want a full, a really good breakdown of the race, um, I, I want to talk about the last lap pass though. Holy crap. They had a restart with like four to go. I think, um, third place, uh, Mark Antoine Cameron was like driving through, at, uh, train Lapsovich and Alex Gannett who were on the front row. Like when I mean, drove through them, like push them up the hill. Oh, and one and two couldn't make it stick. Gannett was able to get it by on the high side. And on the last lap, going into three, train just sent it in, made it stick somehow. Wow. And rubbed fenders with Gannett through four off the corner was clear and took home the checkers. And when I mean that place went nuts, holy crap. <laughs> Now, the last 50 laps, absolutely great race. Perfect. Mwah. Loved it. The first <laughs> 120 laps, I almost looked at Jacqueline and was about to say, we're going home. <laughs> I do not care because I'm never going to another Pinty's race again. If they did not have that midway ra- midway break, you would never ever see me catch, catch me in another Pinty's race. Because <laughs> the last time I went in 2015... Uh, Alex Tagliani waxed the field. And when I mean waxed the field, there was three cars on the lead lap by lap 290 of a 300 lap race. There was a caution at lap 10 and lap 290. Wow. And the only reason there was three cars on the lead lap is because one guy got his lap back on that (laughs) caution. Right. it, It really like and it was looking that way for the first half of the race. 
but I don't think Trayton made the correct adjustments. They didn't touch the car. They added just they put new tires and added fuel. They didn't right. make an adjustment. And his the car in the second half of the race wasn't as dominant as it was in the first half. Hmm. So yeah, it was uh it was crazy. It was a crazy race, a great finish. Um I know I, I'm sure Jacqueline was always all nervous to get to do that little bit. I asked her earlier if she would if she wanted to do that and she said yes, but um I think she was a little nervous. That's nerve-wracking. Huh? I said it's it's nerve-wracking. It is, right? Like do, <laughs> I I'm sure both of us still get nervous like depending on who we're talking to. Uh yeah. <laughs> Especially if I don't really I mean even if it is someone I know, I'm still just kind of like eh, I don't know. I get nervous. That's just me, though. Yeah, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. I get nervous depending on, like, J.R. Fitzpatrick. I'm nervous as all talking to him, and it's, and I've had him on the show before, and I'm just like, holy crap, you're J.R. Fitzpatrick. You're, like, you you ran for Junior Motorsports. You finished seventh in a truck race, and you did all yeah. this stuff. Like, That's why I felt talking to Gary Elliott, and now I just talk to him, like, casually, and I'm like, you're really cool. Like, you, like, you're just one of those guys that everyone looks up to and you're like huge to everybody else, but you're just like, eh, I'm just another guy. Exactly. Um, we're going to jump over to the Joe media stuff real quick. Uh, this past weekend, there was, we were finally doing our weekly rundowns again and weekly uh, breakdowns. So on Thursday, I got to get them out on Thursdays. And that's the plan for this year is getting them out on Thursdays. But Thursdays and hopefully and Mondays ish, um, we are gonna have the Jomo Media driver rundown, uh, or driver lineup done by before Thursday, and the weekly breakdown done before M- Monday. I'm hoping to have them up usually by Monday. Um, so if you guys want to check out where your favorite drivers finish who are under the Jomo Media banner for the 2023 season, you guys can head over there, check them out, uh. Also on their a lot of, on on a lot of the profiles, I'm still trying to work through some of them. Uh, we are also providing stats, so we will track your starts, your wins, your top fives, your top tens, and they'll be so that way at the end of the year on a few of the drivers that we're 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 this is a mock run on a few of the drivers we're doing this year. Is that we're gonna have? We want them to be able to take that to their sponsors next year or this year even, uh, when they're looking for sponsor for next year, and go, hey, listen, here's my stats from last year. Mm -hmm. And let's say 11 starts. Let's let's take Jay Pepping because he's one of our uh, biggest supporters here. Um, Jay, let's say, has five, let's say, uh, two wins. Let's say he gets two wins, two uh, seven top fives, and uh, 11 top tens. Now, actually, double all that because we run double features. <clears throat> so, you know, let's say you have 20, 22 starts or something like that. Probably, I don't know how I'm, I don't know how I'm going to work it yet, but um, if I do by race or by race night, I don't know. Uh, but we do have a couple of them up right now. You guys can go over there and check it out. It's kind of, I'm hoping it takes off, and I hope it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, head over there. We do have the weekly breakdown from this past weekend. Uh, we had a few drivers have some tough luck this past weekend. Uh, Cody Wilds, uh, 
wrecked hard down at Delaware Speedway in his debut in the Superstock. Uh, they're waiting on a few pieces. <laughs> I was talking to his dad today. The car ain't going to look pretty for next weekend because it's going to take some time to get the proper nose, pe- nose cone in. But uh, they'll be back out. They'll be stronger. Cody's going to learn from this. And, uh, hey, sometimes a racing deal happens. Uh, Alex Stewart and Cam Thompson last night at, at Flambro, they had rough nights. Uh, their teams are going to be working hard to get the cars ready and um and get and get them back up front. It's going to be it's it's a long season, guys. You're not going to win on the first night, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, we uh, holy crap, we're just I can't believe it. We're race season's here. I'm excited. I've been to Flambro. I've been to Sunset. That's two tracks already in two weeks. Um, yeah. I'm back at Flambro this Saturday night for the for the opening of the Vintage Modifieds uh, Canadian Vintage Modified series. There's going to be lots of cool things happening there. We are going to be riding along with Scott Tinelli doing a full vlog with him, which will be up on the Joe Media website uh, next week, hopefully. Uh, next weekend we do not have a podcast because it is can or Victoria Day long weekend, so we're not going to have a podcast next weekend. So Megan, you and I get to re- relax next week. Uh, <laughs> Don't need to stress about a show next weekend. Yeah. Uh, I know we, this is usually our Sunday night therapy. I find we do the show and then we kind of like have a little therapy session between before middle and after (laughs) at some point. Literally. (laughs) Uh, I think we're ready to get in our guest this week, who was surprised to us. As you guys heard last week, it was supposed to be uh, Thorn racing. Uh, Unfortunately, wasn't able to get them lined up for this weekend. So, uh, we're going to try and reschedule them for a later date, but this week we were able to scramble. We got Tegan Ellis joining us this week. We're excited to talk to her about uh, how she got involved in racing, what her plans for the year are, how she did last night. Um, we got a couple fan questions that she's going to answer for us. So uh, what do you say? We bring in this week's guest, Tegan Ellis. Yeah. All right. You're diving into Vision 20 Editing new company with their services providing video editing to get your video perfect in exactly the way you guys are looking for they also do audio mastering where they're going to take your audio into crisp and clear they're bringing your vision to life that is right at vision 20 editing we want to make sure that your vision comes to life in the way you want it find us on facebook and instagram at vision 20 studios now let's get back to the true north racing podcast all right guys now in the I was about to say joining us in the studio, but of course we don't have a studio yet. But joining <laughs> us on Zoom here is Tegan Ellis. Tegan, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you for joining us uh, joining us this week. I know it was super last minute. Um, hell, I told Megan a while ago before you you agreed, before you even got back to me, I was like, <laughs> this is kind of what maybe the game plan is going to be. We're going to have uh, another, we're going to, we're, I was already making plans with another buddy because I already asked you first. I was waiting for you, but our good friend Brandon Feeney uh, messaged me. was like, hey, man, if you need someone to come on, let me know. Um, but, of course, once you got back to us and said you were, you were, you were going to agree to come on here, don't know why you do that, but, um, <laughs> we, you know, we, we set we set this whole thing up with you. Um, last night, we finally got to go back racing at Flamborough Speedway. You were there in yeah. your pure stock. How did that go for you? Um, really good, actually. Um, we did some work on my car over like the past like week after testing, uh, just because my car was slow. Like it definitely was not what I wanted it to be last weekend. So, um, my, I call him my crew chief, my crew chief Fabio, and um, 
hey, Ellie, they went out and they changed my brakes and stuff and just like did some work on my car just because I I'm in school and I work. So I don't have a lot of time. So I do what I kind of can. But so they went out and did some work on my car and we went out for like I went out on the track and I wasn't expecting my car to be as good as it was, <laughs> if I'm being completely truthful. Um, but I got my shifting down. I've had problems because I get nervous what, when people are behind me with my shifting. But I went out and I finished pretty good. And the, the first race wasn't my favorite. But the second, I got finally got a top five at Flamborough in front of like other cars. So I was really excited about that. That's awesome. That was definitely a good finish. Like that. I didn't get to see it initially, but like you looked really quick. So that was good to see. Yeah, we we did some new um, tire pressures and stuff. So it worked out for me. <laughs> there you go. Can you imagine what tire pressures do to everyone? Like, <laughs> So how did you initially, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, how did you initially get your start in racing? Um, so I'm I was really young, so this is like stories um, that yes. I've been told. But so, <laughs> my dad and my stepmom, they got back from their honeymoon, and my stepmom's dad had raced at Delaware. So they decided, like, just because like, my stepmom's dad passed away and couldn't be at the wedding, that, like, they just kind of wanted, like, to show us, like, what he was about. So we went there the one night, and they had the junior late models out. And so I had turned to my stepmom because my dad and my brother were like getting popcorn or something. And I was like, I want to race those. Like, I want to, I'm going to, <laughs> I, I like, Oh, I'm, I'm racing those. And then I was only like, I had to have been three at the time, like three or four. And my brother that, cause it was like end of the season, my brother was about to turn eight. So he was able to race the next season. So my dad and my stepmom decided like, Hey, we'll get like one for my brother, Connor. Um, and then just kind of see where it goes. And if Tegan like still wants to race, like we'll, we'll get her one too. And so for like the, I think, yeah, I had to have been four because like three years later, my brother had been racing for three years and I finally was like, okay, like I want to race. Like all every time, like anyone's like, oh yeah, we need to load the car. Like I was always getting in the car. Like I, I wanted to race. So they got me one and um, yeah, like I just, well, my first night out, like I, Delaware had like this kids program on Wednesday nights for all the junior late model my first uh night in a race car was uh not very fun (laughs) um I only got half a lap in and then I hit um Delaware's tech building so (laughs) yeah the siding's still missing where I hit so oh my god (laughs) yeah it was I, I'm not I'm not being an asshole here, oh. but now I know next time I go to the track, I'm gonna keep a I'm gonna take a real good look good look at the at the tech building. Like they're like the tech building, like it's on like the right hand side, but it's like where the concession stand is. They had put new siding on two weeks before I hit it, so they're obviously not just gonna replace like the one section. <laughs> um, but so it's on like the right hand bottom side of the door. Um, I ripped it off in my back tire. Oh my god. And I sent, like, (laughs) go ahead, like, the big, like, water barrels, like, you know, like, the trash cans at, like, Flamborough, that was filled with water, I sent it, like, oh, like, the height of the roof, I hit it so hard. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Ouch. People call Cameron the pack. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I guess, like, that. (laughs) They got Cameron a win last year, let's start with that, okay? 
<laughs> Cameron won last year because I called him a hack on the program, and it stuck because he won that week. Apparently, if I talk crap about a lot of people, they just win. And so I did the same thing to Alex Stewart. Wait. I did the same thing to another CVM driver. I talk crap about them. They end up in victory lane. Here, let's keep doing that. My car's fast this week. <laughs> I'll be at the track on Saturday, so do not worry. I will come by, call you something not inappropriate. I will tell you that much, but I'll I'll say something. I'll come walk by and say, you suck. You look slow as shit out there. Something. <laughs> if it works, it works. If, I haven't been wrong yet. Like Steve Murdoch, <laughs> one of the CVM guys, he's usually a mid-pack car. I'm being honest. I called him, you know, I told him, how, you know, when's he going to suck? Like, when's he going to finally stop sucking and get out there and win like his kid does? He puts it in victory lane the next week. So <laughs> I'll take it. Hey. Hey. What is it? Uh, seven, eight wins last year for me calling people a hack or something, or some st oh, yeah. calling something stupid. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but yeah, like uh, now I'm now like I said, I'm 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 planning on going to Delaware within the next by August, I think. So I'm gonna keep keep an eye out for sure for sure at the, which is, Megan, have you ever seen footage of 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 how they run the junior late models there. Yes. Okay. So you know how they run through the infield, which bizarre concept. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. Tegan, because you've ran it, explain to me ex and explain to everyone out on the, everyone out there on YouTube, everyone who's listening to us, how the hell, where the hell do you guys run at Delaware for that stuff? Um, so we run on a, a, the back stretch and then we come in around like where the tech building comes in and then we come out cause there's like another, like kind of like pit lane in there, if that makes sense. But so like we come around the tech building and then there's like an S and then we come back onto the back. So like we come out into like turn one and two and then go back onto the back stretch, but there's like a weird S turn in it. Yeah. As you kind of get to, I, where was the, where was the flag stand was that down the back shoot there uh yeah it was or is that uh, in the infield no it was on the back stretch like okay. halfway through like where we would run so essentially yeah. turn three you'd like you come around on a horseshoe then you kind of veer right to come back left to go run along yeah. the flat of, of the of the big track to go up onto the big track and yeah <laughs> yeah um like there's a ditch coming like that would be like our turn like three yeah there's like a ditch um in there and the amount of like junior late models we put we've put in there is like you would not believe it <laughs> well it doesn't help those things don't have suspension so like they, they're just bouncing around oh i a thousand percent would choose a mini truck over a junior late model for my back oh <laughs> I I'm like I'm 16 and I feel like I'm 90 half the time from just racing those. And it's oh, always funny because I said that's what I wanted to start out in. So I thought it was well, so cool. Well, it's a good thing to start out in because of the handling and everything with them. Like I, because from those to the mini trucks, like people always say that like mini trucks are really difficult to handle and stuff. Like I've had um. Uh, Paul Trepanier, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name, who owns um, Full Throttle now. Um, he 
he races raced late miles before he owned um full throttle he had got in a mini truck and was like oh my goodness like like i can't do this and he had pulled off the track because he's like i don't get how you crazy people do this um <laughs> and so like he pulled off and was done um and like it's just crazy to me that like how people struggle with the mini trucks because like how difficult the mini trucks are like it's 10 times worse than the junior late models because <laughs> like um every bump in the junior late models like you feel that like your car's rocking when you hit the bump like you're oh it's bad it's uh it it it's definitely like it, when do i see them run flambro or something like actually i even have full throttle because there is oh. there's a lot of character in that track it is yeah. absolutely unreal and you know every time i've watched a race there and megan if you've ever seen a race there find a video of the junior late malls running running full mm-hmm. throttle like oh my <laughs> all you hear turn four is really bad like turn four you have to watch where you come out because like if you hit the wrong spot you hit the wall and it's it's bad there in turn four in regardless of what you're running at full throttle really comes up and bites you yeah um i broke two control arms in a mini truck and went like right into the wall out of the corner <laughs> just from turn four yeah and megan yeah. from experience for myself being at full throttle and hearing how these junior late malls go through the turn they're just jumping they're the the, the you're turning but the back end is just jumping. It doesn't trail the car like your <laughs> pure stock true. will. I've seen videos like that. That looks so. Go find thing. a video of full <laughs> throttle, and and they're gonna have lots of back problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot. <laughs> it it really is. Uh, so you're talking. So you you brought up that you you uh just some uh going to the junior trucks there. Um, how long were, how long did you, first of all, actually, how long did you run junior late models for? Um, that would be, sorry, I have to do math now. Um, <laughs> perfect. On the show, sorry. we take everyone back to school here. Like, um, I would have been, I want to say I ran junior late models for four and a half, five years ish. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure. I, yeah. T- yeah. Cause I stopped when I was 12. Yeah. So five years. And then did you move up to the mini trucks or? Um, when I was 12, I, when I was 11, I ran half a season and I had had a couple accidents and like, I, I don't speak a lot about this, like to like, especially like online or anything, but I had like really bad anxiety. Um, and I had got into a couple accidents when I was like 10 or 11 that caused me to have a lot of anxiety with racing and especially with like bouncing around and not having a lot of control of your car, like it makes it worse. Um, so I had to make the decision when I was like 11 to just like take a couple months off. And I came back the next season, um, in the mini truck and the junior late mall. And then, so like I ran those for like a year when I was 12 and then I moved up into just the mini truck when I was 13. Okay. Sorry, I ramble a lot. Oh, don't worry. Um, <laughs> what do you, that happens between us all the time. Sometimes we 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 we're not recording, and we're like, oh, maybe we should get done with the, with the what we're doing here. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just typing something real quick. Uh, but yeah, the, it's it's such a, you know, it, 
it's honestly it's it's good to hear you talk about it though uh about your anxiety of of racing in, in you know racing junior league malls and having to take that time off uh i, I think megan has a question that she she wants to ask you here but getting back in, or not i guess getting into the trucks after that anxiety like what was that like for you um, it was very like I was super anxious, but I had um Kenny McNichol and like Ken McNichol, and I had I had a lot of people behind me, pushing me and helping me, um, because my brother and um my friend Haley and my friend Cody had already been in the trucks, so I I wanted to get back like to race with them, and it was just kind of a thing of I, it was really nerve wracking, but we got me out every like Friday night, um, out just like on the, by my own. And with the junior mini trucks, without like bouncing around and stuff, it helped me gain like a lot more. Um, oh goodness, what's the word? Um, oh my goodness, <laughs> confidence. That's the word. Sorry, but so it helped me gain a lot more confidence. So once I was comfortable in the truck, I started um, also practicing Friday nights. But this was like before race season started. So we got as kind of much as we could. And it just helped me with a lot more confidence and like handling for the junior late model. So it helped a lot. Like it made me a lot more comfortable getting back into the seat. You know, that's actually really good. To yeah. Hear. Um, you know, sometimes we, we all struggle with some, with some stuff, but it's good to hear when people have a good solid support system behind them that believes yeah. in them. And, you know, you you i believe you took the first step yourself there because you wanted to get back out there you wanted to go be with your friends and and get back racing against them and that's that's a great first step yeah having people around you that help push you to do better is like the best thing that you can have when it comes to racing absolutely it is i i do not disagree one bit there at all um that's the thing is racing in, in itself is such a big community sport uh regardless of background uh social status whatever you you're no one's better than the next person and you know we that's the cool part about the sport is no one's better than no one else except for on the track yeah but if something goes on you know there's a lot of people that have a lot of other other people's backs oh yeah you know uh, it's just surrounding yourself with good people and, and, you know, it's, it, you have, you, you've done that, which is great, which is great to hear. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I hate when we talk, I don't know, I'm going to be honest. I, I, sometimes <laughs> I hate talking about that because it's so hard to lead into something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, because it is, it's always, it's, it's a tough subject to talk about. It It's sometimes you kind of can easily gloss over it. Sometimes we like to d- talk about it because that's a, the whole pre- like i i put it i put it in the damn intro for this show we talk about unmasking the or unhel- unhel- you know t- lifting the visor so to speak on the drivers and, and yourselves because you guys are the ones who make the sport i certainly don't make the sport i just talk <laughs> about you good crazy people on on the track and i just run my mouth here so um i i can't I, I know a lot about racing. I know a lot of people, but I, in the end, it's, it's all you guys, right? Yeah. Um, well, like I said, it's, it's sometimes tough to move on, but it, so 
moving to after taking the time off and moving in back into the trucks um and racing how long did you race the trucks for um i want to say two maybe three years okay um and <laughs> i will be honest uh my truck it had the potential but i did not at the time like um, my last season in them, like I got up this speed, like I was competitive, but like my first year, um, my exhaust kept popping off, um, would just like break off. Um, so it, it, and then like, you can't like run like the 12 horse engines without an exhaust because like where you sit, like it goes right into the like cockpit. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what I call it. <laughs> um, but so. Like, it just goes right in there, so you can't run it, and, like, it's just not good for the engine. So, yeah. like, I had to keep it off. Like, it sucked because nine times, like, almost my – how do I put this? Like, almost every race weekend, I wouldn't make it to the second race um, just because something would happen on my truck for the first, like, race season that I was in it. Something would happen to the, my truck, and, like, I just couldn't run the second race. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's definitely a let letdown when it comes to racing. When all you want to do is go out and be with your friends and race them, and you're sitting watching the race. That's for sure. <laughs> so, for those that don't really know much about the Matrix, I feel like they're not really yeah talked about a whole lot. Do you want to explain more about what exactly they are? Um, they're kind of like a step up from junior late models there um like thunder trucks but like 10 times smaller um and they have a 12 horse engine in them um and like yes kind of sit <laughs> i'm terrible at explaining stuff but like it's it's basically just a junior late model with the um three more horses and a truck body on it and those that's, and the that's new trucks also have shocks correct yes yes they do which makes it much a much oh my goodness a much smoother ride for you, hmm. and they're more spacious so you're not as claustrophobic. Yeah, those. <laughs> I I don't I don't know I don't even want to get started on those junior lay balls because those things are so small. Oh yeah, like um, me and my brother because like when me and him like were coming out of the sport we were like the last like original if that makes sense like who like raced delaware like for years um we yeah. had a lot of like newcomers coming in um so like when me and my brother were leaving the sport like we were both like we were probably some of the oldest in it besides like a couple other people but we were all like basically laying down in the junior late models because like you have to have like the two inches above your head just in case you roll yeah so like you're like laying down in those and you're just like oh my goodness and it's like it's very compressive if that oh, makes wow. sense yeah because <laughs> i i've seen how some of those drivers get in there and I, at that at what point do you just say i'm gonna go run go-karts <laughs> instead I of those guess things there's not really a point <laughs> you just kind of hope that you don't crash like um i've had one of my friends like from like this is when i first started racing he raced with my brother i'm pretty sure he like started a year before my brother but he when he was leaving the junior late models he was six foot six two oh. and he, yeah and he um hit Sobble's wall head on and like it crushed like all the way to his feet oh my god 
Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, <laughs> Cause it's a male dominated sport. And so like by the time like you're 16 and you can go out of like you graduate out of it, like you're, you're tall. If, yeah. Usually. <laughs> so yeah. I, I've seen I, um there's been a lot of tall guys come out of the junior late models. I honestly I think the junior late model should really just be a series that goes up to the age of, of like 12. Yeah. Well, cuz when I I started at 7. Yeah. Um and w- which is younger me and Kira Martin started at 7 like um just like to get like it was an introduction to the sport basically. Yep. And then they introduced us to like the bigger field. Um but so I was 7 and racing 17 year olds at some tracks um which is definitely like when you're seven and like there's a lot of hormones in like the older teenagers um they can be quite aggressive like I met a lot of like drivers that like would race me pretty clean but like they would get really hot-headed I think that's a good word for it and like it just like I loved being able to have like the older brothers or like older sisters in the sport but it's just like I feel like 14 is probably a good age for it just because then they can go into bigger cars because I moved up at 14 into the bigger cars. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good time to start. Like I agree. But I think you're right. It's, yeah. Cause like you can move up from the mini, the junior late models to the mini trucks and race as long as you want. Um, in those, and like, even if like that was the option, like I feel like 14, 15 to move up into like mini trucks or something, what is like a probably a good age. Yeah, it's a. I I think you're absolutely right because I know if it's like Solvable Speedway, like, I I because I I if, when if I remember correctly, Delaware essentially separated the younger group from the older group, and you guys never raced each other. Where uh, yeah. as far as my understanding is, but up at Solvable, the only time you run with your age group, I think, is with when you're running your heats. You have the young um, and the old. I think I don't quote me on that. I do not know. I've been out of them for like four years now. But when I was racing, like Grand Ben, Varney, Sauble, Flamborough, like all those tracks, like besides Delaware, we all had to race against each other. Yeah, like you didn't really get an option about it. Um, except for Delaware, like they wouldn't let you. Like if you were like young, like. I'm pretty sure it was like eight to twelve raced against each other, and then yeah. like 13, thirteen to sixteen or so. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like that. That like it was a lot less intimidating, but like there, it's like the tracks intimidating at Delaware, so it makes it easier. I'd say but, so. Uh, well, the S turn for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, there, yeah. There's you. You see a lot of underneath cars and junior light models, to say the least. Um. But so, like, you race a lot of older people, though, when it comes to, like, being, like, eight or whatever, and, like, you're racing, like, people almost 10 years older than you. It's crazy to think that. But, of course, you know, even moving up, you get – it's the same kind of treatment. Once you get to a certain age and you're racing pure stocks, mini stocks, you could be – you you said you're 16? Yeah. You could be racing against someone who's 64. Right? Yeah, it's it's incredible how the sport works. 
because when I moved up from mini like I moved up into the mini trucks, I was 12 and there was a gentleman, I'm pretty sure he was around his seventies in the trucks. Um, and then I moved up into the like bone stocks at 14. And the only person that was around my age was my best friend, Haley. Um, uh, she races um, the legend cars now, but me and her were in the bone stocks together, but now I'm pretty sure. I'm the youngest in the bone stock division as of right now, except for I'm pretty sure there might be a kid uh, younger than me at Varney, but I'm pretty sure that's the only one I can think of that's younger than me. Oh, who do we have? We, who we have last year? We had that. Um, oh my God. I don't want to say he's a kid, but I can't remember his name, but he's like 12 years old. And he's already a two time mini stock champion up at Varney. Yeah, like, it's crazy to me. Like, I've seen some drivers, like, because I'm pretty, like, I'm, for me, this is my ninth year. I've seen some drivers that, like, they're years younger than me. And they're, like, I've seen drivers, like, move up into late models and stuff. And I'm like, holy, like, I could never do that. Like, it's so crazy to me how much talent a lot of drivers have, just, like, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Look at Cam Thompson. Because I know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Let's be real here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he, um, I had met him in Frostover Fest 2021. And I, I, I was the position that moved up and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he'll, I never let him live that down, but now he beats me all the time. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but, but so, yeah, like, it's crazy, like, how much talent he has in, like, his finger compared to me, like. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'll admit that he probably has more talent in his left hand than he than I have in my whole body like he continues to amaze me with what he can do and like that he can jump in and drive anything I mean I don't think I've seen anybody else go from a freaking pure stock to a sprint car so like that's that's yeah a very big because he did I think he raced like four weekends before his engine blew in the street stocks and so when Cameron got his first win the Friday, the night before he um, ran his street stock for the first time. Mm -hmm. So then when he had came the next day to um, like back into the pier stock, he was like, Oh, this is slow. Like, so like <laughs> it, it was like nothing to him. Um, so like, it's crazy to think that now he's in uh, up in the sprint cars now. And he wants to go to the three sixties. I don't know if I'm ready for that one, but <laughs> Yeah, he's got places he want to go, and he ain't slowing down till he gets there. I, that's what it looks like to me. That's the truth. He has dreams, and he's getting there really darn quick. Uh, I believe Megan, you had something you want to ask there. Yeah. So you you went from the mini trucks to the pure stocks. Where did you start that whole adventure? Um. So I was. 13 and like my birthday is pretty late in the year so like I was 13 like throughout the whole race season so I was turning 14 that year but so my brother had got offered someone's I don't know like the full story but something about Oscars or something and like my brother was gonna move up from mini trucks to an Oscar and then I'm pretty sure it was Kenny McNichol was like, uh, 
like maybe like just to get him like used to it and uh so my brother went out and ran someone's pure stock um at frostoverfest like 2020 i'm pretty sure and he did pretty good so we're like okay like now it was 2019 it had to be like 2019 and then my parents like I had always said like I want to like race uh pure stock because my friend Haley was in it like I love being able to race with my friends like that's my favorite thing Mm -hmm. but but so like they were thinking like okay like if Connor goes to a pure stock uh not a pure stock a hot rod let's put her in a pure stock just so then like they can race some of the same tracks that didn't end up working out but it's whatever but so Connor uh, ended up just going to a pure stock for a year just to get used to like the bigger cars, like the difference. I don't know if I would have been able to deal with him going from a mini truck to an Oscar because that it's a ginormous size difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had got me my pure stock like during the summer <laughs> um, when I was like 13 and all I wanted to do was work on it, work on it. And then they got Connors um, and we built them over the winter and then we brought them out and it just, my first night out, cause I had to go into the rookie stock, even though I'd been racing like at least six years at that point, hmm. I had to go into the rookie stock and my brother went into the adult class cause he already had ran like some pure stock races. Um, So there was like, when you're, years in and you're racing with a bunch of people that are just learning there's gonna it's gonna cause accidents because like it's something that like sucked but it's just kind of like it's what happens um but so I had my spindle break I'm pretty sure it's called a sp- I suck at what race car I can fix cars I I can fix stuff don't ask me if something's called um but it's the thing sure over my- there <laughs> yeah like I I I can pick up tools and I can do stuff. Don't ask me what it's called. <laughs> it it has a green handle. That's that's what you need to ask me for the green <laughs> handle. <laughs> like, um, but so like I went out and it's my spindle. I'm pretty sure and like it broke and I ended up like I had enough speed to end up getting a win, but I ended up fin- I led with a broken spindle almost the whole race except for like the second last lap I got like overtaken and I was still right behind the guy but like when you have a broken spindle like you're sideways like you don't have much control um so like I'm like sideways through the corner and stuff and it was just kind of like it sucked and then the next night like the next morning we got up at six to go race because that was a Friday night I'm pretty sure that we were racing or Friday or Saturday and then the next day we were going to Grand Bend we got up early. Chris Lawrence, I'm pretty sure, Joe Lawrence, one of the Lawrence brothers, brought us a spindle. Um, we took my car apart, and then we ended up, like, changing it over, and I went out. And um, there was a bunch of us to be on Grand Bend. Like, when we're at, like, their new flag stand, and, like, the people are still on, like, the back stretch, technically. Like, it, it there's a lot of cars. Mm. Um and so I ended up getting wrecked and I went up the wall and like, I broke both my spindles. Like there was a bunch of stuff wrong with my car. And then, so I ended up in the infield with um, two of my, the, my friend Kira, who also moved up into bone stocks and my friend Haley, like it, what, there was a lot going on. Um, and like that, we thought my pure stock was a write-off. And so we got me a new car, built that, and then I wrecked it. Um, <laughs> so when I tell you people say I'm a hack, I'm a hack. <laughs> like they call me hack 2.0. Um, 
because like my cred came apart on my I we call it my black card but now I have my black card too but so so my my first black car my first black pure stock uh my tread came apart and I ramped off of Varney because it's a fishbowl and when you have speed and can't control it like you're going up and my brother was lined up first um for the next race because I was still in the rookie stock so I it was either hit the fence or hit my brother's car and um I was like well I think I can like miss the fence because like I've seen cars miss it um I did not hit the I did not miss the fence um I also mm-hmm. thought I'd miss the pole and I did not miss the pole so <laughs> yeah good god Connor told us something about that too and he was on here <laughs> yeah uh my tread came apart and like when you only have like one working brake, if that makes sense like that's like technically on the ground mm-hmm. um like it, it's not doing a lot like I went up and I got like airborne and like where I was, I was like, well, if I turn like a little bit, like I can miss the pole. No, I was like in the air trying to turn. It was not working out for me. And then all of a sudden I like, I don't know if I opened my eyes. Like, I don't know what was going on. There was a lot going on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, I, I like, I remember hitting and like, I remember like lifting my head and someone grabbed my arm and I like looked and I was like, oh, I missed the pole. <laughs> um, my, the pole was laying down on um, like flat. And I ripped the concrete out, and my car was sitting on top of the concrete. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Um, that was uh, something. It, it, like, my engine was fine. Like, everything else was fine. My K-frame wasn't. So, like, yeah. It worked out. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, and... it was hit. It was hit the fence, hit my brother's car. I think I'll take uh, not getting yelled at for a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wreck two cars might as well yeah. <laughs> oh my god um I, for, I got a question is there video footage of that somewhere yeah pedal power has it perfect when was that again uh, uh it was at full throttle it's the only video from full throttle that's on there perfect pedal <laughs> power full throttle i'm gonna th- put that in my notes for later uh. <laughs> yeah like there's a side-by-side that it like passes and then I hit the fence okay. <laughs> like if that yeah it's like towards the end like they're like zoomed up in on Nicole and then I go so okay. yeah well at least I got a, at least I got a link now kind of idea to because after once we're done recording all this I got time to kill i got a tv in my room over to my left shoulder here <laughs> i just kind of sit down on my laptop just kind of do, do work but I, th- I always throw on races and sometimes i'm looking for that next interesting race so you're in luck you're right after this podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to say the least um i want to get into the 2023 season so far uh obviously not so far because we already talked about about their only start we would have had two by now uh, if it wasn't for Mother yeah. Nature being a, a cranky B-I-T-C-H. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is sometimes. And, you know, I, I it, it's tough. But we finally got opening night in. Um, I want to know, what are your plans for 2023? Um, I'm planning to run Flambro full-time. I want to maybe get up to Delaware. But, like, I'm at Osh Weekend, like, most Friday nights. Um, 
And then I might bring my car up to Peterborough this year. I don't know yet. For uh, Autumn Colors? Yeah. Man. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do that. <laughs> This is this is the toughest part for me, and I this is nothing to do with my family or anything like that. But like I'm at a point now, like it's one of those things. If I didn't have a family, I would be at Autumn Colors every year. Well, so my dad and my stepmom they started going years ago when yeah. like it was just like when the, ever the legends would go, they went up with like Kenny McNichol and everyone. And then my brother went up two years ago, like it was during COVID. He ran like autumn colors. We built an enduro car and then the enduro car survived. So it went to autumn colors. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. that. Uh, well, we needed a camp. They needed a camping spot. You couldn't camp. So camp in the pits, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it worked out. Um, and then my brother was going up with the Oscar last year. And then I was like, okay. And then Cameron was racing. So I went up with Cameron so we all ended up being there completely on not really planned i just kind of went up with with cameron so yeah and then got it from my dad and my stepmom so worked out for me awesome uh before we continue on we got some extra business to take care of we're gonna jump into our fan question period who's which is presented by taylor to you media and design uh and of course you saw earlier today it was so last minute i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm kind of shocked we got a couple questions but we were able to secure a couple questions for you um are you ready to answer them yep Let's all right go. megan take it away Alrighty. so Haley said after having your best night yet in the pure stock division what have you learned from last year to this year that has helped you the most um, I would say like air pressures are like the biggest thing, but handling my car, um, we were loading it on the trailer a couple weeks ago and my power steering went out. Um, <laughs> and it's really tricky to fix, like, cause it's an electric one. So like, it's just kind of tricky to fix. So I, I've been running with no power steering, oh, but I've, <laughs> yeah, you must have like if it looks steel. like it can handle my <laughs> If, if it looks like it can't handle my car, it's because I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> but so, like, just lines. Um, especially, like, I've learned more without having power steering about handling and, like, where my line is and, like, how to hit it. And because I have to learn, like, where my brakes are because if I'm on the brakes, it's harder to steer. So I have to, like, I have to be able to set myself up so then I can brake to slow down and get around the turn. So like, it's taught me a lot about sticking to like my line and stuff. So like, and just having the right people behind me to be able to be like, Hey, like you're doing this wrong. Like do this instead. Like try this. Um, like my crew chief Fabio, as I call him, um, he had taught me like, um, to, so that I'm not like using my arms as much like this way tablet, like run like this basically. So then you can turn more and that truly saved my arms for the second feature. <laughs> first first of my all, my arms are still hurting <laughs> first of all when i come to flamborough are the pure stocks running next weekend yes okay we're running friday and we're running monday friday oh so saturday and monday technically 
I was like, did they just move race day on me and now we're running Friday nights instead of Saturday nights? Because like that's gonna screw up my time to go to Delaware. Um <laughs> no no. Uh I I would love to put a GoPro for one of the features in your car to have a better <laughs> okay. understanding. Cam Cam I know will be fine. I, I don't care about him right now. <laughs> but right now I I I wanna see how you wheel a car because like without power steering a street car is tough to drive and you're yeah. you're not going as hard you're not driving the vehicle as fast on a road without power steering <laughs> yeah when you're in a race car you have to brake so, like hard to set your car up for the yeah. corner let off to let it roll through so you can turn the damn thing before you get on um yeah it, it's i want to see that process uh, on you especially I know a lot of people who can handle it, <laughs> but I want to see the process on how you handle it. And if you're, if you're and up if, with that, I'd love to put a GoPro in the car next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. Throw one in. Perfect. Um, but like, I was struggling. Um, I think it was the second feature. I feel so bad because I accidentally came up on Leo. Um, but like we talked, we're good. Like he didn't even notice I came up on him. <laughs> um but so I had no power steering and I drive standard so I was running in second and I was like oh yeah like I need to get in third because I run second to like until people sort themselves out just have the power to be able to like pull away and like get away from like the accidents or anything yep and then I shift into third um usually coming to like the checkered line um and so I went to shift up into third and I missed um like I was trying not to hit anyone and I was trying to turn um, to try to set myself up and I like I missed third I did not knock it back into second and then I had to go back up into third and I came up on Leo a little bit but so it's just kind of a thing of learning <laughs> to shift earlier so I'm not setting myself up for the corner <laughs> you know what as long as you continue to learn that's the one thing I, I stress is take whatever you can watch your footage watch your film talk to your friends because obviously they're the eyes who can see everything that's going on outside the car you yeah. know what you're doing inside but if you got a good group behind you who watch you religiously can identify what you're doing and can help you out you you turn into such a better race car driver and i stress that enough and that's one of the reasons why i love putting gopros in into racer in a, in a race car driver's cars because the feedback I've received from throwing GoPros in different people's cars have been incredible because they don't, a lot of times when you guys put those helmets on, I got my own helmet. I, I understand it. I understand a little <laughs> bit of it because when I go go-kart racing, my butt, you know, even Michael Kenny would tell you that I turn into a different person when that happens. That's so, the truth. When, <laughs> when you drivers, <laughs> flick down that helmet and you see that green flag, your mind goes blank. You go into repetitive mode. You go into fight or flight. You go into different, all these different modes throughout the course of a 20 lap or 25 lap feature that you guys don't realize that, Oh shoot. I mean, I'm having a push. I don't realize it at first or really that's what I do with my hands. Like it's such an incredible tool to have and i it, i nothing against megan i know you guys run sometimes a gopro on the roof of the car the best feedback you get is from in-car footage oh yeah 
you either run two GoPros, one in car facing in car facing the front, or put one where I put it. Sometimes it face the driver or face it front, where you can see what's happening beyond the driver. Yeah. That's where your best footage is going to come and how to learn. In my opinion, anyone could tell me wrong. Yeah. Anyone who's listening to me, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Go to the posts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Tell me if I'm wrong. My um, when I had started in the bone stocks, I I'll admit, like I was 14. Like I'm, I can be. I you used don't to be have a really big hothead. <laughs> no, you're driving a full size car. Yeah, um, I raced like almost I raced two seasons without even having a G1 <laughs> so by the time um, you took your G1 so you're like all right I guess you know how to drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but so like when I was 14 like I was a hothead when it came to racing like what I thought was right was right and after I had hit the pole it truly scared me a lot like it set off my anxiety and I got back in and I raced harder um just to kind of try to prove myself I took like a lot of the criticism more seriously because after putting myself in danger and because I went like the tread came apart on my part because I was um I was keeping my steering wheel turned too long as I was coming out of the corner so I was like tearing it up and chunking it and so it was like ripping apart that was my fault like I can admit that like I I should have listened sooner um, but it scared me because I not only put myself in like harm's way, um, cause like where the train guys are lined up, that's behind that fence. If I had went through that fence, I could have been hitting multiple people mm. and putting myself and others in danger, uh, really snapped my head into the game because I, I don't want to do that again. Like just think of the amount of people that I could have hurt it's truly made me listen and change like what I'm doing. And like, even if it's not like a safety thing, but listening to like hand placement, like lines, like if people have like criticism, I take it. And like, sometimes it works for you. Sometimes it doesn't, but like, if I can take it I and use it, I do. I think that's a big thing that I wish more drivers understood. Like just, just listen, like, <laughs> learn from it that's all you can do yeah like even just trying it and being like yeah it didn't work for me mm. and so being like no that won't work for me like it's just something that like th there's been some drivers that like I wish that happened and but at the end of the day it's just like you can just kind of hope <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly I, I just realized we were in our fan question period and I was like holding them and I'm like, oh, right. And I realized that was just the first half of the question that you had. Yeah. <laughs> so, Megan, would you like to continue? Okay. Haley also said, and who's your favorite sister? Okay. So, Cameron has two sisters. Um, like my, we call them my sister in laws. Um, his older sister, Haley, and his younger sister, Morgan. I'm closer with Haley. Um, just cause like, she's like a second mom to me. She's taking me under her wing. Like she's truly supported me within this past year and a lot with my racing. Like she helped with, um, getting me new brakes. Like her, she went out and changed my brakes for me last week. So I'm beyond thankful for her, but like 
his younger sister is closer in age with me. So, like, I'm close with her. Like, I love them both for different reasons. But so I'm just going to say they're both my favorite. <laughs> that's the safest answer I've ever heard. I was going to say, I feel like that's the safe answer. But I feel like Haley was looking for a specific one. She was baiting. She was baiting. <laughs> right, and then William underscore Trillium said, where did you get your number from? Uh, like, I got my 22, so I, when I started racing, I was the number 10 um, for Danica Patrick, um, and then I had stopped racing when I was, like, 11, and that's when Danica had stopped racing, like, in, well, in the Cup Series, mm -hmm. um, and then when I was, like, okay, I need a new driver, and then it was Joey Logano, Joey Logano, Joey Logano, because the night I was, like, okay, I need to pick a driver, Joey won, and I was, like, <laughs> hey, he's my driver, um, <laughs> And, like, I saw myself a lot in Joey Logano, just kind of how I was, like, when I was around that age. Like, I drove a lot, like, how Joey Logano was at that time. Um, So, like, it's just kind of like Joey Logano was, like, my person. And, like, NASCAR, like, who I cheered for. Um, So, like, I just kind of got, like, the 22. And I stuck with it from, like, 12 till now. And then um, T, just because, like, I went to, like, a bunch of track like, there's been a lot of tracks where there's a lot of like repetitive numbers. So I was like, might as well, and like Cameron, because I'm racing kind of with Cameron, like we're teammates and stuff like might as well, and Tegan, like, so I just <laughs> threw the T in there. So that worked out for me. There you go. I, I know that's usually Megan's favorite question <laughs> to ask, but my question, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why, like, what about Joey Logano intrigues you? Because, like, I'm going to be honest, it, you know, Mark Martin tabbed him as the great, you know, the, the next best thing since sliced bread. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not overall impressed with him. So, can well, we so, to be a Logano fan all of a sudden? When I was, when I was at my diehard Logano fan, that was when he was doing, like, really good. Like, he was winning. Like, I'm, he won the championship that year. Like, he was, like, he was really good, and oh, this is gonna make me sound like such a fake fan now. But I'm I'm not a big fan of how he's been racing the past like I want to say like two years. Like how he's been racing has just not been like I haven't liked it. Um, like he turned a lot into Kyle Busch, and Kyle Busch has turned into a lot of the old old Logano. Um, and it's just kind of like I don't like how he's driving and how he's acting. Um, so just kind of like, I'm not as big of a fan anymore, but now my number's 22 and I'm sticking with it. So I'm stuck there. Uh, you know what? It... That's okay. You know what? Okay. You can, you, you didn't convince me to be a Logano fan, but I, I now I have a better understanding. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up for our fan question though, but I want to continue on about something else though. Um, but that was our that was our fan question, Pierre. Thank you to Taylor T Media and Design for sponsoring the uh, the segment. Uh, find them on Facebook, Instagram. They do amazing, great work. Hell, I'm gonna flash up a little something here. Actually, this right over here. If you guys are looking for awesome tumblers, she does. I shouldn't be doing this, but she she does awesome tumblers, sure. t-shirts. Uh, hell, she got drama media one here too. Um, keychains, bunch of cool stuff. So get over there, check her out. Um, 
she does custom orders as well so if you guys are looking for some cool merchandise ideas for your race team or for any event you guys are doing contact taylor to you today um uh, but I, I guess i want to get back over here to talk more about this <laughs> this idea of of <laughs> what see this is the thing is we the, i'm gonna okay so tegan i want to i want to let you on a little secret here nothing megan and i do is ever rehearsed or worked on before a show i am okay. i literally come in here i have no sheets i have i have a template idea of what i want to talk about megan has the same thing because we both share iphones so we have the same note on both our phones the only thing that switches week to week is literally our fan question period of who asks questions <laughs> and what they ask that's the only thing that switches so the cool part about our show is that we get to learn as we go. So all our questions come at us as we're working on the show, as we're talking to you. To me, it's one of the better ways to understand who a driver is to really get to know who you are, because that's what we want. We want to understand who you drivers are, what makes you tick, where we can see you guys, because again, there's a lot of people who do listen to these shows and to, to be able to talk to someone like yourself, I think you're only, this is going to sound really bad. And this goes to back way back to your whole male dominant sector. I think you are only our third or fourth female we've ever had on the show. Yeah. We've had Caitlin yeah, twice. Megan been on the show repeatedly since, uh, last year. Um, but and then Jennifer Hatch and then yourself. So you join a very yeah. exclusive club that I'm trying to expand on. Um, I just realized you were, you're correct. It is definitely a male, no matter what racing is a male dominant sport, but we're trying to change, help change that narrative as well by talking to females like you. And, you know, you were on my list to actually reach out to you to bring you on. Cause you know, I've, I've seen the stuff you do you've done. You've raced very well. Um, I'm sure it's it, one of those things. It's trying to get people lined up. I at one point yeah. I had I people lined up from I talked to people in January. I booked in, into June. So it's crazy how long. Like, but I'm thankful for you to come on tonight. Um, definitely you 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 join unfortunately exclusive club right now, but that's a narrative we want to change on this show i just real i realized that that it's been pretty bad lately but i want to change that narrative um because women in motorsports is such a big thing for us like in general um like how how many women were in in the pure stock feature with you on saturday night um i think including me i'm pretty sure there was four because Nicole Gibbons, um, yep. Reese Bourgeois, me, Daphne Sullivan, and I'm pretty sure that's it. Because I, I don't think Jillian raced. No. I was, talking, like, I was talking to her at practice day, and she was... I was like, where's your cars? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was actually talking to Jillian um, the other day, at, like Friday night, um, she's out Ash weekend and 
me and her actually had this conversation. That's it's crazy that we're talking about this because me and her had a conversation because she started a year before me. So she was 17 and I was seven <laughs> when we started. Um, so me and her were both talking because when we had started, there was maybe like three, four female drivers. And now you go to a track and like you see multiple female drivers and it's great to be able to come in and not have to worry about, oh no, what are they going to think? Or like a bunch of other stuff about like, there's always that worry of, are they going to judge me? Are they going to treat me differently because I'm a female? Like there will always be some kind of worry about that, but you're way more comfortable now with how many female drivers they're coming to be. I feel like this is where I need to excuse myself from the conversation and Megan, you take over before I say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just thinking that too, like, I feel like even when I was younger, cause like probably at the time that you were starting racing, I was still sitting in the stands watching, <laughs> but like even then it's like, there was not many girls out there. And now it's like, you, there's been multiple times at Flamborough that you see two girls win a feature in yeah. one night. It's happened multiple times now. So I'm like, that's it's just like, I'm loving, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like ladies of the oval, I'm loving that. Like having like mm -hmm. that female support system to show like where the female drivers are and everything. Like it's great because like going from like three female drivers and like the whole like racing like thing to like going to a track and having females win like feature after feature. Like it's great being able to see that. Like it's crazy. That's for sure. I, yeah. I I need to update my list here. I just realized I'm missing out on quite a few female drivers we've had on the show. We've had Nicole oh, Gibbons. As soon as Nicole. you said Nicole, as soon as you said <laughs> Nicole, I realized I'm like mm, she was one. And then we also had um Cassie Howard from BT Racing. Oh, yes. Join us during our BT Racing episode. So we've had two other females since then. I I just it clicked in as soon as you said Nicole. Um it it's really good to see, you know, feel like I remember when I first started, I never saw, you know, there'd be like I think one or two females. It, like for me, it was Linda Stenhouse. Right. That's oh, yeah. who I remember watching, right? Um, I remember her watching her in the superstar or the thunder cars at the time. Uh just just running there and then moving up to late models and then and uh retiring, obviously. But you know, it's great to see ladies like yourself who are doing really well in the division like you know you, there, there's such a good group of you guys and i'm gonna be i want to see y'all move up i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i want to see i want to see a, a we got samantha shaw running you know the pro late model um i want to see more of that like where so that's gonna lead me to this question <clears throat> is where do you see yourself going in your racing career do you want to stay in pure stocks do you want to move up kind of what's your goal there's a couple things that like i'm 16 i've i'm just kind of trying you to figure time. out like what <laughs> yeah well maybe i want to move up a bit faster but um <laughs> it's just kind of like thinking because like i i have to figure out like if i'm going to college and like stuff like that but it's i want it I want to get into sprint cars, but like, I want to start in like street stocks and stuff and then move up. Yep. Um, 
like I want to get to up to the crate sprint or I want to get up into um like pro lates and stuff like I I love horsepower like I love going fast um but so it's just kind of thinking of like what I want to do but that's probably like I'm either going one of two ways me both we'll figure it out <laughs> you know what you got a couple years to think about what you want to do for school where you want to go um and you know I've seen guys uh gonna be honest one of the guys i remember was uh chris bladick he ran late models back when i first started getting involved and he stopped because he went off to college right that's so, my biggest fear but, <laughs> but like that's the thing it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough but if you're willing to put in the work it'll yeah. be worth it right it's it's one of those things is where do you where do you do you want to continue? Do you want to, um, I, I believe you have the, I believe you want to continue racing and I believe you want to also go to school. And by the way, by the way, you're 16. What do you want to do with your life? I want to take, I want to hear this. Um, I want to either be a car salesman, like, um, cause I can take like the online courses for it. And then I also want to take my real estate course. Um, wow. because like, if, if, yeah, Jesus. so I, <laughs> so I want to do those two because then it kind of gives me like two opportunities of just kind of thinking and like I don't have to technically go to like a like school after yep um I like I just want to be able to take those courses and stuff and just kind of like choose kind of where I want to go with it and just kind of like what I want to do and then like because that's my thing is also like I don't have to move away because i I wanted to be a paramedic for a while, like years. I wanted to be a paramedic. Like I, I've take like I've taken courses now, like in high school, um, to set me up for that. And then I decided that like, cause the college or technically university I was looking at is like four hours away, and I didn't want to go that far cause of racing. And like I could have gone to other ones, but then I was also thinking like what's something that like I can just kind of focus on and like even if I'm at the racetrack I can pull it up at, like on a laptop and do some work or something that like it's like my stepmom has sold houses at racetracks she sold I'm pretty sure like a couple years ago she sold two at Peterborough what? Um, <laughs> yeah and then uh when Haley Haley and me were up on our way to Peterborough she sold like I'm pretty sure it was like two or three cars um like Jesus. that weekend like so like if i can if i can be at a racetrack selling stuff i i will <laughs> you know what that that you know it's great you got people like like your mom and, and your and Haley behind you there like it, it's such there's such there I've, I've talked to them both now i think uh i know i've talked to Haley. i don't i can't recall i don't know if i talked to your mom or not maybe i don't know but <laughs> so anyone can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm probably stupid anyway. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it's those, those are a couple great people by the sounds of it. And you got a great support system behind you to be able to do stuff like that. And you're right. Hell, you know how exciting <laughs> it would be just be, you're driving up. Oh yeah. Da, 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 and then you're done. You, you sold something and you just made money without realizing it. Like that, uh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, like, it's just something that, like, it gives me a lot more flexibility with yeah. racing, like, um, to, like, 
because it's not like you really have set hours like especially with real estate you don't have set hours yep so like i can oh sorry i need to go work on my race car oh, hmm. sell some houses here sell some houses there like just kind of work through it yeah that's awesome um tegan that's it's been great having you for the last hour and a bit here um i think we're i think we've we've done a really good conversation i think it was a lot of fun um before you go you are going to have the next couple minutes you can think i i've this is this is the little shtick i've become what i've been coming up with is that you can thank anyone from your first pet when you were two months old you don't remember a lick of it all the way up to you know your great 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 grandma who survived the titanic in 1912 for all we know um you can thank anyone you want uh thank your sponsors make sure you you thank your sponsors for getting you here um but yeah the floor is yours for the next couple of minutes to thank anyone you want plus your sponsors um i would like to start by thanking my sponsors driving with Haley and level up um i would not be able to have done it um level up for being letting me keep my car out their shop and um driving with Haley for putting money towards my car this year and then I'd like to thank my dad and my stepmom for getting me into racing when I was a kid. And then I'd like to thank Haley, Fabio, Cameron um, for being at the racetrack and just helping me with my car. And Taylor and Lindsay for um, cheering me on every weekend. Um, and I'd like to thank my mom for um, letting me put some of my car parts on the credit card <laughs> and for being, being a big supporter. <laughs> Anyone else or is that it? Not that I can think of. I, I'm probably going to get off this and be like, oh, I have a lot more people to thank. But I think that's it for now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll comment on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> I want to thank my great grandma. <laughs> we'll see all that. Um, Tegan, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. It was definitely a pleasure again to chat with you. Uh, I know I've ran into you a couple times uh, at Motor Ammo <laughs> for one and, of course, at the, at the racetrack. Um, Hopefully I'll see you again on Saturday. Like I said, if uh, if you guys are up for it, I'll be more than happy to slap a GoPro in the car. Um, so I want to see how that how you wheel that thing around the damn track. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a pleasure having you, and I hope you have a great race season. It was nice being um, on this call with you guys. Have a good rest of your guys' night, and definitely throw a GoPro in my car this weekend. <laughs> All right, sounds good. You have yourself a good rest of the night, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Right. Bye now. And that was Tegan Ellis driving the number 22 in the uh, pure stock division at Flamber Speedway. Of course, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the program. It was so last minute. I was surprised she actually said yes. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> to be fair, I'm surprised when anyone ever says yes to coming on the podcast. <laughs> I found it cool when people reach out to ask to come on. I'm like, oh, okay. I was about to say, we... Yeah. Last last week, during the program, you yeah. had someone reach out to you, mm-hmm. and they 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 uh, I think we ha- we had a cancellation later this month. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. who it was, but we had a cancellation early for for someone who's coming to come on later this month, um, and we've replaced them with brad holmes who reached out to you while we were in the middle of the podcast last week with uh tnt racing right Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, man, that was crazy, eh? Mm-hmm. It always catches me off guard, I'm not going to lie, when it's like, starts out with something about like, hey, so I listened to the podcast and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what I'm thinking too, right? Uh, actually, last night, so I, as I said earlier, you know, I was at Sunset on yesterday and, you know, I, I didn't wear Joe Media nothing. Jacqueline wore a sweater because that's what she brought for later in the day. I wore my Josh Berry t-shirt. I wore a plain black hat. No markings, no nothing. All of a sudden, I'm talking to Morgan Robson Jr. He was there with Madison. They were watching the race. Um, And all of a sudden, I look, like I'm wearing my sunglasses, so... If anyone who knows me when I wear my sunglasses, they're so dark you I you can't see my eyes. So like I may be looking straight ahead, but I may be looking at someone who's just like off to my right or something. Right? And I'm having a full conversation with them. So all of a sudden, dead ahead of me, I see Cam Harris' stickers and scuffs. Okay, he was there last night. And all of a sudden I see him pointing at me. Like, this is all I see. Just <laughs> <laughs> right that's all i see so i just make, make sure it's for me right yeah and i just give him a head nod and then the guy comes over i'm talking to morgan and he's like so i hear you have a racing podcast as well i'm like well yes i do <sighs> we talk about short track racing here in ontario <laughs> we talk to some great people and uh so he said he was going to uh subscribe to the show uh he uh he uh what else he do he uh yeah can't uh he, he's like i'm gonna subscribe to everything i'm gonna listen i'm like all right perfect so like the, if you're the gentleman who spoke to me last night at sunset speedway and are listening to the show right now i want to say thank you for listening to the show uh if you want to listen more to us follow us on facebook instagram twitter tiktok youtube at Jomo Media and Promotions. Or get a hold of Cam K from Stickers and Scuffs and he'll direct you the right way. Um like I said, it was it, I saw I saw Morgan Robson Jr. I Scott saw the guys from uh Cal Pro Motorsports. I saw I saw Ricky Williger and his dad Rick from uh from this vintage modifieds. Um saw Wally Wilson uh at one point, he, uh, who else did I see? I saw someone else. Who else did I freaking see? Oh, I saw, I met, I've, I met Graydon Bunn from Stickers and Scuss as well. Um, he was walking by, so I hollered him. Him and I, uh, him and I talked for a little bit. And it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it, some of the people you get to meet at these, the, these things are really cool. Like, if I've met Cam before, but I haven't met Graydon yet. So it was really cool oh, to finally get a chance to meet him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we shot the shit. We 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 shot the shit between us for a couple minutes, and some of the I swear, some of the stuff, man. We're both on the same page on a lot of stuff, like between stickers and scuffs guys and ourselves. Like we're on the same page, mm-hmm. which is good to see. So, um, I I still say we need to get your your butt out to a different track. That's not Oshwegan or yeah or Flambro. We need it. We 
we need to do a vlog called Megan on the road. <laughs> Megan finally leaves Slamro. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to follow your journey to another track. I'd like to go to Sobble. Bet. <laughs> I, you're going to meet us in Brampton. <laughs> I see you get time off work because I want to go up there and go camping. Oh my God. And you got to stay at Sobble Falls 10 Trailer Park. Yeah. I well, it's not a paid endorsement. I just really like using there. Like it's just <laughs> beautiful. Like Jacqueline and I went last year. We had a huge corner lot. We didn't need that. Oh, wow. Like when I'm talking a huge corner lot, you could have fit probably if honestly, if you guys were going racing, y'all could have parked your truck and trailer on our lot, set up a tent and still be fine. Oh wow! Yeah, probably. We had a big, we had a big, big lot. Um, and we were just down the road from John Carly, so we walked over there. We we sat around with him for a little bit. Um, I do not recommend any pizza place in town. Actually, yeah. the one place that is open, I do not recommend. Yeah, I they use like a like a pasta sauce and then like try to flavor it up or something like that. Uh, okay. Oh my there god, go. it's just no. But honestly, yeah, I I I I think we need to do like a road trip or something with you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to label the segment Megan on the road. <laughs> and we're just going to follow your adventure <laughs> to another track. <laughs> And you're, I'll be, I'll be the cameraman. You're not even going to, I'm not even going to be a part of it. You're never going to see me on the, on the thing. I am just going to follow you. You're going to talk. Oh boy. (laughs) And you're going to take us on a journey. (laughs) Megan's over there. Like, no, we're not. That is not happening. (laughs) That is no, uh, uh, I did not sign up for that. That is nope. I don't think so. <laughs> that is not a part of my contract. My contract states I'm on here on the podcast for an hour and a half every Sunday. That's it. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. At least we don't have contracts. So. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't remember <laughs> signing a contract here, Jonathan. <laughs> I'll get one signed up. I'll get one filled up for you. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh my god! I'd like I, to go for a little trip. Huh? I'd like to go for a little trip to different tracks. So maybe when I'm not, I mean, I can't even say when I'm not racing because I don't. I know last year that we talked about that. I know we yes, talked about we're going to hit up different not. tracks, and what do we do? Flamborough and Oshby again. I tend to stay in my comfort zone. And we need to get you out of your comfort zone. So how about (laughs) this? I'm we're gonna look at dates on the calendar. And if there's a date that you are not running or your family's not going to or you guys aren't running uh pure stocks at Flambro on that night, I don't care if I have to come and pick your ass up. (laughs) Jacqueline and I will, we'll kidnap you. We'll get your parents to help us. <laughs> and we're going to throw you in the van. <laughs> and we're driving your ass to Peterborough. Oh, I'd like to go to Peterborough. I 
knew you would, so that's why I said that. <laughs> um, I don't care. We'll have to figure something out because I want to get you, I want to get you out to a different track. I want to. I feel like in a, also between you and Jacqueline, mm-hmm. you guys would make my life a living hell in the car ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking, it'd be Crocs twenty four seven. No matter how loud I have that damn <laughs> music. <laughs> There, there'd be some Crocs related. I could just guarantee it. Probably. <laughs> um. No, we we need to get you more on the road. We need to get you to see these other tracks and not say what you've been missing, mm-hmm. but to expand your horizon on on some of the dirt or some of the different tracks in Ontario. Well, exactly. Because, like, I'll be honest. Like, the only. You talk to me about Flambro and Oshwegan, and I'm like a pro on it. <laughs> but once you get into all those other tracks, I'm like, I, <laughs> I know some of these drivers, but <laughs> I couldn't tell you much. I don't know. And again, that's why we bring them on here because we also, we're also trying to learn about them, right? Yeah. It's all it's it's all a plan here. Um, like I said though, it's that's. We we need to get you out to other tracks, um, mm-hmm. because I guarantee you there's gonna be people you run into. You're like, hey, I listen to the podcast, love your show. It's like, ran, went to Peterborough last year. I heard something. It's like, oh, why are you here? It's like, well, I'm here because there were <laughs> we have an off night and I want to see Feeny race. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I like yeah, um. To finish off the show this week, next weekend, May 20th, we have such, such a stacked card of racing in Ontario. Like, it's probably one of the best cards we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Like, set Friday night, Delaware will be running. Right? Oshwegan's opening. Too. Oshwegan's opening. So that means next Friday night, once the kids uh-huh. are to bed, YouTube, <laughs> G-Force, Oshwegan Speedway, baby. Um, I already got treated because last night, obviously, uh, Clint and Adam both do the NASCAR Pinties broadcast for the live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're already in mid-season form. Like, they, they did a fantastic job on the broadcast. I freaking loved mm-hmm. it. Top to bottom, the joking is already mid-season form. Like the ripping is already there. It's it's <laughs> oh, if it stays that way at Oshawaian Speedway, you're gonna everyone's gonna be in for an exciting treat of Adam Clinton and uh, Greg Kalman on the mic at Oshawaian Speedway on on every week. Probably my favorite part of Oshawaian <laughs> is the announcers. Oh, they put on a great show for us. They here's the thing is is they do a great job at keeping us entertained. Mm-hmm. Whether it be ripping on Adam or joking about uh Clinton or even going after Greg a little bit. The the conversations never lack. Mm-hmm. And they keep it entertaining for us. Even when we're sitting in the grandstands, nothing's going on on the track. They do. I love it. Um but yeah, they did a great job. Oshwegan's back. Uh, next Saturday, Sunset Speedway hosts the opening round of the United Late Models 
United Racing Series APC late models are back in action next weekend, uh, along with Spring Velocity at Sunset Speedway. Flamborough Speedway is hosting Canadian Modifieds. It's their first race of the season. Uh, Peterborough Speedway opens up. Like NASCAR Panties Division, uh, NASCAR Panties Series is at CTMP next weekend. A uh, holy like there is no shortage of action next weekend of racing in Ontario. And of course, next Monday. Do you know what happens next Monday? What happens next Monday? The enduro goes on. You have three yeah. days of racing. Four days. Four days of racing next weekend. Now that's a huge ass road trip. So if anyone's going on it, let me know. <laughs> I don't want to join you because I had to have my kids that weekend, but I want to know how you what how like I want to know the kilometers you did, how much gas you used. Like I want I want a breakdown of how you manage that because that's Friday, Delaware, Saturday, Sunset. That's that's a long trip. Sunday, CTMP, that's already another three-hour trip. Uh, especially if you're staying in Sunset, I think. Mm-hmm. And then back to Flamborough Monday, like, holy crap. It's a busy. It's a busy weekend for motorsports in Ontario, and I'm excited for it. I'm loving this. It's going to be a great time. That's for sure. So with that in mind, next weekend, the like I said, the vintage modifieds are back at Flamer Speedway. I'll be there doing a vlog with Scott Tonelli in the 14 car. Of course, I'll be uh doing my due diligence as uh promoter of the vintage modified. So that means that you guys will see me, but I will not I'll be running around like a chick with my head cut off, dealing with everything with the CVMs. Um I will not rest until that checker flag falls on the second. Well, actually, that's still a lie. I'll still be about an hour later. Um, yeah. But we're back. It's an exciting time. It's going to be a great season. Uh, Megan, will you be at Flamborough Speedway next weekend? or? Yes. You are going to join us? Yes. I'll probably be down in Kate and Dale's pit, to be honest. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'll be there. <laughs> well, you know, I'll definitely have to come by and see you guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just see if uh, everything's okay with Caitlin's car. If I can, we can finally attempt on having a good clean run in, with the GoPro in her car. Yeah. As a practice day, you guys are going to see some bloopers on YouTube here. We, yeah. we, we tried, we tried twice riding along with Caitlin, but uh, both times she had a mechanical issue car got on the track she she'd drive over fine but as soon as the car got on the track she sputtered and died so hopefully they get that fixed up i will not say it's the curse of the gopro we are not starting this off already <laughs> knock on wood because no one else had an issue so um i'm excited to get back to flamers Speedway and actually watch some good racing uh it's gonna be a great event great night so if you guys get out there tell us where you guys are going racing this weekend down in the comment section below. Let us know where you guys are going. We want to. I'm definitely not taking along because next Saturday I'm at Flamborough. Next Sunday I'm at Wonderland. So that's my weekend. Uh, Megan, is there anything else you want to add before we get out of here tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, I should mention. Um, 
the hero card draw right we were doing was done at seven o'clock on friday and it was brady cox the driver of the 24c pure stock that won that so nice we're pretty excited or i'm not doing anything for it i'm not the artistic one <laughs> but rachel's excited to do that for another fellow rookie in the pure stock division so and she's still open to doing hero cards for anybody looking for them so she does a great job in my opinion I'm absolutely she's been <laughs> she's done a few of our uh youtube uh promos she's done some of our artwork for the podcast she designed the new drone media logos new T- true north Tracy podcast logos she does amazing work. I, I I can't say enough about Rachel. So get your guys' butts over to Graphink Design Studio. She's along the bottom line on YouTube here. You guys can see her. Find her on our, if you guys go to joemedia.ca, click the supporter link. She is down in the supporter link. Uh, or at least right to her Facebook page. Find her on Facebook, Graphink Design Studio. You are not going to be disappointed uh jay peppin has is using her scott tinelli has used her ricky williger has used her uh there there's uh I, you guys obviously you get free free hero cards obviously from your sister so um designs <laughs> you lined up for this that's a that's a family uh already so sorry i said i think she's got a few more drivers lined up that's for awesome this year to do their hero card so she's excited that's awesome. I'm loving this. I can't wait to see more of those uh, designs out there. She does great work. Um, congratulations goes out to Brady Cox for winning that uh, for winning that prize, essentially prize pack. Like, I don't know what her value is on, on designing that, but you know, she does great work. It's, it's going to be you. That's going to be a hero card. You guys want to go get on fan appreciation night, wherever mm-hmm. the hell Brady's running. <laughs> That is for certain. Um, I guess with that being said, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week then. Mm-hmm. So you guys can catch uh, Megan. Actually, before I make a mockery of myself, Megan, why don't you tell us where they can catch uh, catch you guys? Um, Like my social medias? Of course. I'm assuming? Okay. So... As always, MRC Racing seventy three on TikTok. Not super active on there right now, but we'll get there when race, our racing starts. Um, MRC dot racing dot seventy three on Instagram and MRC Racing on Facebook is our most active. All right, and of course, you guys can uh, follow us at Joe Media Promotions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Um, and you guys can stay up to date with all of our uh, rundowns and, and lineups by going to joemedia.ca. You guys can also find your favorite drivers there. Uh, if you guys are also looking for promotions for your race team, we have a promotions tab at the top of the of, top of joemedia.ca. Click it, and you guys can find our packages, what we offer, what we do. We have a great list of drivers we're working with this year, and if, if this year is not in the works for you guys, take even look at us for next year. Um, I'm always looking to book with guys. I'm... After after yesterday, I've thought about something. Just to just to put out as a feeler, and I'm going to talk about it here real quick. How cool would it be 
to follow a NASCAR Pinty Series driver on race day. That'd be cool. Like, and create like a race day vlog. Mm-hmm. Like, I got the GoPros. I got some, some technical know-how. Hmm. But like, damn, like I, cool. if they would pay my way, like they don't have to pay me, <laughs> but if they said, Hey, listen, your flights to all the races or your gas to all the races, your hotels, your aunt is all covered. All you have to do is get to the everything when I tell you to. Would you do it? I'd be like, absolutely. Okay. Because I realized something yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of these guys do a lot of social media. Yeah. Right? There are premier series in Canada. And we hardly see a lick of their social media. That's true. So I highly doubt it, but <laughs> if, big if, if there's any NASCAR Panty Series teams want to talk to me about a deal for next year, please feel free to reach out. You can pay me in pizza on race days. <laughs> I'll do anything for pizza. Well, <laughs> let's talk. Let's try, Let's talk about, see about how we can create more footage and more content for your drivers and for your sponsors. Cause like I said, there's, there's lots that can be done, but if anyone's thinking about me for next year, I got a sweet deal. I would love to work with any, any panty series teams as our social media guy. Hmm. So there, there's, there's a deal, but anyways, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening to the true North race podcast this week. It's been a good one. Make sure you guys, like I said, like, follow, subscribe, share, con- share, comment, subscribe, wherever you guys want to do with us on all our major podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. And, of course, you guys can catch us visually on YouTube each week. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us this once again this week. That's Megan Mitchell. I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys next in two weeks. Bye now. Yes. The car's zooming by. Hey, true North racing. Let's go.